Hey there, firm leaders. I'm Ryan Lozanis, and you're listening to the Future Firm Accounting Podcast, the place where you'll get one actionable lesson each episode to help you fast-track the growth of a modern, scalable firm that supports your ideal lifestyle. Thanks for tuning in, and right off the bat, I'd like to thank everyone who signed up to my new Future Firm Accelerate online coaching program. We've already surpassed 100 super cool forward-thinking members from all around the world, including Canada, the U.S., Ireland, Pakistan, Afghanistan, Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, Malaysia, South Africa, the UK, Cyprus, the Bahamas, and all kinds of other places. I'm extremely appreciative to everyone that has signed up so far, and it's really amazing to see people from all around the world with a common purpose getting together like this. If you want to see how these firms are fast-tracking the growth of their modern scalable firm, head on over to www futurefirmaccelerate.com. With that said, let's hop into today's episode, which will touch on your firm's discovery call. In short, your discovery call is usually the first step in your firm's sales process, and it's the step that helps uncover your prospect's needs, pain points, and ideal outcomes. Armed with that information, we're in a great position to land the client with the right offer. Not only that, but the discovery call is probably the most important step in your sales process. Conducting a low-quality discovery call will result in low-quality clients and subpar prices and margins. So it's important that we get your discovery call down pat. In this episode, I'd like to take a look at some common mistakes I typically see being made by accounting firm owners so that you could avoid making them yourself. So let's get going. First up, discovery call is too short. If you're trying to maximize your price and move yourself away from being a commodity, you need time to understand your prospect's needs and situation. A 15-minute call is not going to cut it. Very often, these calls end up going over surface-level details and not getting a deep enough understanding of the problems and pains your client has. The implication here is twofold. First, you'll always be stuck in the commodity column, meaning you'll be lumped in with all other firms where you'll be competing on price. Second, it's hard to properly define your scope with so short of a call, often leading to scoping issues once the mandate begins. A 45-minute to one-hour call is recommended to properly run through the discovery process in order to yield a high price and maximize your chance of closing the deal. The second mistake I see in discovery calls is only asking service level questions. Another big problem I see with many accountants in their discovery calls is that they aren't asking the right questions. Most questions asked center around understanding the work that needs to be performed. The problem with this is that we aren't doing anything to build value in their services. If you're simply asking questions like how many bank transactions do you have every month, do you need to file sales tax returns, how many employees do you have, etc., then you aren't going deep enough, which means that you're likely not maximizing your prices or that you're not converting clients well enough. We need to go beyond just surface level questions and dig deeper into the client's situation. The third mistake that I see is not going deep enough to understand scope and time commitment. Following up on the previous mistake, another common problem I see is that many accountants aren't getting a good enough understanding of scope before a deal is reached. If you've planned to fix price your engagement, then you need to know the details of the work you'll be performing. 
For instance, if you handle the bookkeeping, you need to ask more questions other than just knowing how many transactions a company has. You need to understand how their current bookkeeping workflows work and what the company's ins and outs are in a much more detailed manner. By the end of the discovery call process, you should have understood exactly what needs to be done, how you plan on doing it, and the appropriate time commitments required. If you don't have a clue how you will tack the work or what the appropriate time commitment will be for each of the services you're going to be proposing, you likely have not gone deep enough in discovery. The fourth mistake that you should avoid is spending too much time talking about yourself. The discovery call is about the client. It's not about you. Your goal on this call is to collect information and at the end of the call, give a brief summary of your firm and how you're helping your clients. If you understand your value proposition and the problems you're solving for your clients, then you don't need more than five to 10 minutes max to talk about yourself and your firm. Spending more than that is just a waste of time. Fifth, not using a sales script. Every sales call should follow the exact same format with the exact same core questions. It doesn't mean that you need to be a robot and it doesn't mean that you can't ask different kinds of questions that aren't on script. And in fact, you should when it makes sense. But the call should always be brought back on track to your script and ensure that all your questions are asked before the end of it. Even the most experienced salespeople follow a framework and a script. The sixth mistake I see in the discovery call is advising during the discovery call. Your sales call is not the time for providing advice. You're not there to give tips. You're not there to give tax planning advice. You're there to learn about your prospect's situation and to try and find out how you will make them better off. Advising comes after you've signed an agreement. So no advice on the discovery call. Number seven, talking in the weeds. Using technical jargon and discussing nitty gritty details of tax planning, budgeting, or bank reconciliations is gonna get you nowhere on the discovery call. In fact, it will probably hurt you more than it helps. Instead, zoom out, think bigger picture, and talk about how you will help the client improve their situation. Talk about solutions and the benefits rather than the nitty gritty details and logistics of how things will work. Zoom out rather than zoom in. And lastly, the eighth mistake to avoid in the discovery call is talking too much. This is a time to listen. It's not a time to talk. The majority of the talking should be done by the prospect or your client. At the same time, you are there to control the conversation. It should not be taken into left field by your prospect or client. You should follow a framework and a template and always make sure that the call is brought back on track. So there you have it, eight mistakes to avoid in your accounting discovery calls. Hopefully you found today's episode helpful. And remember, if you're looking for more tips like this, be sure to join my weekly newsletter where I send an email out to over 4,000 firm leaders who also want to design and implement an online scalable firm that supports their ideal lifestyle. You can go ahead and sign up at www.futurefirm.co slash newsletter. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time.